phoenixes are rising Look into the eyes and the hearts of lions Minds like diamonds, souls are igniting Illuminating the night and when you awake You can't be frightening World's out of whack, but we got your back You're a part of the pack, now let those wings flap Welcome fellow phoenixes to the Spiritual Phoenix Podcast, where we make a daily offering to the divine by putting our past on the pyre, searching the smoke for spirituality, turning the ashes into art, adapting addiction into connection, and manifesting mental wellness. I'm your host, Ross Cessna, and I'd like to take a moment and uh, just think about what we're grateful for. Today, I'm grateful to be celebrating 90 days uh, clean from drugs, alcohol being one of them. Um, And that's why I chose to talk about addiction as a soul sickness today. Uh, For me, addiction really took me to some dark places. I did a lot of um, heinous things. I reacted uh, unfairly to many people. I reacted unfairly to myself. Um, I was at war with myself, and in turn, I became at war with other people. Now, I am not perfect every day. I have to make a daily conscious effort to turn my will and my life over to my higher power as I understand them. Um, That was a scary thing for me at first. I've been in and out of recovery programs since I was uh, 16 years old. So my first recovery program actually started in uh, December of 2000 or or thereabouts. So uh, I've had a lot of experience being in uh, recovery programs, but never really actually taking the recovery, I guess I would say. Um, So with where I'm at now with everything, this time it's... For me, um, I want to maintain my clean time and my abstinence from drugs um, for the people in my life so I can have better relationships with people um, because that's important to me. I've hurt a lot of people, including myself, with my actions, um, my attitude, my opinions, And for those people who don't really understand addiction, it's a lot more complex than simply just using um, drugs, alcohol being one of them. It really is uh, more of an egocentric view and the desire to only think about yourself and put yourself first in every situation and not really being able to listen to what other people around you are saying um, and not respecting the differences of opinion. It's this self-assured cockiness and ego that is really rampant in um, the United States. I've never lived anywhere else. I would assume that it's prevalent in other areas of the world as well. And I would say that addiction really is a symptom of consumer-based culture that's focused on productivity 
And I would say that because of the abundance that's available. Because addiction doesn't have to be simply um, two drugs. Addiction can manifest its way in sexual addictions, eating addictions, um, all sorts of other addictions. I mean, even religion in itself can be an addiction. There's a reason why it's been called the opiate of the masses. And I don't really want to vilify religion as as a institution. It's more so individuals within those organizations that interpret things in a way that kind of shut off spirituality. They kind of say that they are correct and other people are wrong. And my understanding of spirituality would be we all have equal access to the same things regardless of what we believe as long as we follow the path of love and unity of everybody. So in and of itself, when you say, I believe this, if you don't believe that, you're out. I mean, right there, it's a trap. So if you can accept everybody else's differences, then you're accepted. If you think everybody has to see it only your way, you're not. And that might sound contrary to my beliefs. I think that people can still get into their own versions of what they believe. And I'm not saying that they're wrong and I'm right, if that makes sense. If it doesn't make sense to you, that's okay. I don't need to make sense to everybody. So when we have this culture of abundance, we tend to consume more than we actually should, which is why we have the obesity that we have, which is why we have people getting trampled for objects that they don't need the day after Thanksgiving when they're thankful for what they already have. This is why we see such inconsistencies in reality, in my opinion. Now, as far as drugs and alcohol go, or drugs, alcohol being one of them, I should say, let me let me catch myself there. I think that those are a symptom of the isolation, the um, division, and the overbearing urge to be quote-unquote productive, to basically make people cogs in a machine and not be able to express their individuality. I think those are symptoms of people not being respected so in turn they learn not to respect themselves it's a symptom of children growing up and being told constantly what to do what to think what to feel but not ever having anybody say I want to listen to why you feel this way and not vilify or punish you for for feeling that but let me show you the alternative opinion or let's try to find some middle ground and call a truce and that's one of the things that's very prevalent in our culture is this attitude of I'm right you're wrong and I mean it's really present in many many things in this culture look at um, I don't want to really get into politics um, 
because I think it's somewhat of a puppet show. But I will say, look at the uh, the the two main parties. There's there's two of them, so they're in direct opposition, and most of the time one is against the other. Um, but in reality, they have many of the core same principles, and they work together in lots of ways. But they're also in opposition, which is it creates what's called a, a duopoly, where if a monopoly is one, a duopoly is two choices. And when you only have two real choices that are promoted, which again, in politics, it's promoted via the media, which largely keeps independent candidates out of debates and off of the ballots, um, you get this false sense of choice, but you're only choosing who's already been selected by the party. So you get to elect from two choices that were essentially chosen for you. Um, so that really is consistent in in many ways too. I mean, there's so much division in our culture it's hard not to feel at odds with society. And for me personally, I was always at war with society. And even in thinking that society's this way, society's that way, it removes me from society. So what I've realized in my clean time is that I am part of society and I can't expect society to change for me. I have to change somewhat for society. And that used to frighten me and say, I can be who I am. The thing is, I still am who I am. It's just I've furthered my understanding of society, reality, and life in general, spirituality, um, to where... If I want society to accept me, I have to accept society. And society is made up of individuals. There are other individuals out there like me. There are other individuals out there that that would burden me at the stake if they could, likely. Um, granted, I don't think that's going to happen. Um, I don't think I have that much importance, thankfully. So, I mean, the division, I think I was talking about sports teams. People will, uh, people have gotten into fights for sports teams. In Europe, there's soccer hooligans. Uh, maybe it's not just Europe. Maybe it's other places as well. But they will beat up fans of the other team or get into fights with fans of the other team just for liking that team. And the thing about sports is it's based on totemic symbols and it basically assigns you a tribe of people. So that's your tribe. And it always makes me laugh somewhat. And granted, I've fallen in this trap as well where we say, Oh, we're going to win. We're going to do this. Really? I, I didn't see you out there playing. When did you get signed? And that also falls into the same concept of nationalism or as it's branded here in the good old U.S. of A. as patriotism. And 
granted, I take pride in some parts of America. Um, there are good aspects to the, to the United States. There are also negative aspects to it. Nationalism or patriotism as a whole, in my opinion, is dangerous. And it's dangerous because it creates division yet again. There's all these things that are creating division when globally we should be focusing on unity. Division divides and then it creates warring factions. And if we want to progress, we have to find unity. And that's also where I was at with addiction to where I was at war with myself thinking that I was either entirely bad or entirely good. Um, and the reality is I'm equally both at times. You know what I mean? I, I'm not more one than the other. I'm not so pious and saintly that I have this growing, glowing white light emanating from me. I make mistakes daily. I made a mistake pretty much as soon as I woke up this morning at 2 a.m., and I ended up hurting a friend that I care about um, just by voicing an opinion that didn't even need to be said. And that was my mistake, and it reflected into her life and hurt her. And, and in turn, that hurts me because I don't want to hurt people. I don't want to be at odds with people. And it's I don't blame her for being upset by any means. She's allowed to be upset. Having life experiences that make you feel a certain way, I, I mean, that's life. And if people say that they don't respond that way or they don't act that way, I would disagree with them. Maybe they aren't aware of it. Maybe they have such cognitive dissonance they, they can't see it or they won't believe it. But... To me, that is called human nature. And unless people are willing to do the necessary internal work and external work and stop judging other people and stop judging themselves, and I, I mean, I guess you can't really stop judging yourself, otherwise you won't progress. Be easy with yourself and be easy with other people maybe is a better way. Because for me, when I, I allowed myself some humanity I was able to allow other people some humanity and in turn I was able to allow myself some more humanity and in turn I was able to allow some other people more humanity I mean there was an instance with uh, a friend in my life not the same friend that I was talking about earlier to where I had wronged her um, because I felt that she had wronged me but I was able to forgive her before I was able to forgive myself. So I really had to evaluate that um, and say, why can I forgive this person, but I can't forgive myself? I should be able to love myself. And that's the thing. I am able to love myself today. And I'm able to love myself today because I, I acknowledge I make mistakes. I acknowledge I'm not perfect. I acknowledge that I do do good things too. I have positive attributes. I have negative attributes. It's called being human. I may follow spiritual principles. I'm 
not a Buddhist monk or a yogi or a, a saint or whatever people would want to call it. I, I strive to maybe reach that point at some time in my life, but I also realize those people are always on a journey towards furthering and deepening that understanding. They just don't get to a place and say, oh, I, I got it now. I mean, some people do, but I don't think they have it then if they stop. I think that they, they, they lose sight of things. So, I, I mean, addiction is a nasty disease. And unless you've experienced it firsthand, you don't really understand it, I would say. You can go to all the meetings you want. Um, but until you acknowledge that you potentially have addiction in yourself and you see what it does, and I would say that addiction to substances is substantially more damaging than other addictions in the fact that it messes with your brain chemistry. I'm not going to say that all drugs are good or bad or whatever. I think it's really... Uh, personal choice and I'm not advocating the use of, of drugs or alcohol by any means that's a personal choice there was some benefits in my life um, there was a lot of consequences one of the things though too is I don't feel that I could have the understanding I do had I not made as many mistakes um, messed as much stuff up as I did granted I may have had this understanding substantially sooner had I not muddied the waters and clouded my own head with using substances? I can't say. The life that I've lived, though, I'm grateful for my experiences. Um, and I think that's all I can really say on this. Um, I'd really like to say I love, appreciate, and respect all of you. Um, there's going to be a link down below for a pod track survey, which will help me understand my audience better. Also, you can, if you're seeing this video, you can listen to me on iTunes or SoundCloud, at the uh, Spiritual Phoenix podcast. I would appreciate a review on iTunes as it helps me reach new listeners. If you would like to get paid to respond to this, there will be a link. Um, it's best if you sign up with your email because then I can make a little bit of money from it. And that money would go to continuing to do this. Um, I'm also doing free tarot card readings. Uh, I can put a link to a uh, place where those will be stored. So you can just go and check out whatever reading thing resonates with you at the time. Um, and I'll have links to all my social media below as well. You can uh, get a hold of me on Facebook if you'd like and uh, message me. If you have a topic you'd like to discuss, if you'd like to give me your opinion on something, or if you would uh, potentially like to be a guest, because I am looking for other people to talk to. I have to do a little bit of research into uh, how to do that and also how to potentially do that with uh, video. Um, video isn't necessary, though, if, if you'd like to participate. And, uh, yeah, I think that I've really touched all the bases on that um when i'd like to say i already said i love respect and appreciate all of you so with that i'm gonna put this episode on the fire uh love and light namaste you're the baby, you're just a J, you won't fly.
Stuck in your case just as I Through closed eyes it gets hard to see But you can't run away from gravity 